Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together in prayer this morning. Today is Saturday. This is the end of the 21st week after Pentecost. We have started reading the book of 1 Samuel, and we're listening to how God has been at work and faithful to God's people, even as they move through dark and tumultuous times, times of transition and dramatic change in the life of Israel. In times like this, the Lord calls us to draw close in prayer. So this week, what have you been praying for? And how will you know that God has heard and answered your request? Now we begin our prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have bolded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Samuel chapter 6. The ark of the Lord was in the country of the Philistines seven months. Then the Philistines called for the priests and the diviners and said, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Tell us what we should, what we should send with it and to its place. They said, If you send away the ark of the God of Israel, do not send it empty, but by all means return him a guilt offering. Then you will be healed and will be ransomed. Will not his hand then turn from you? And they said, What is the guilt offering that we shall return to him? They answered, Five gold tumors and five gold mice, according to the number of the lords of the Philistines. For the same plague has been upon all of you and upon all of your lords. So you must make images of your tumors and images of your mice that ravage the land and give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will lighten his hand on you and your gods and your land. Why should you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts after he had made fools of them? Did they not let the people go and then they departed? Now then, get ready a new cart with two milch cows that have never borne a yoke, and yoke the cars to the cart, but take their calves home away from the Lord. 
Take the ark of the Lord, place it on the cart, and put in a box at its side the figures of gold, which you are returning to him as a guilt offering. Then send it off and let it go its way. And watch, if it goes up on the way to its own land, to Beth Shemes, then it is he who has done us great harm. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that has struck us, it has happened to us by chance. The men did so, they took two milch cows and yoked them to the cart and shut up their calves at home. They put the ark of the Lord on the cart and the box of gold mice and the images of their tumors. The cows went straight in the direction of Beth Shemesh, along along one highway, lowing as they went. They turned neither to the right nor to the left, and the lords of the Philistines went after them as far as the border of Beth Shemesh. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley, When they looked up and saw the ark, they went with rejoicing to meet it. The cart came into the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stopped there. A large stone was there, so they split up the wood of the cart and offered the cows as burnt offerings to the Lord. The Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the box that was beside it, in which were the gold objects, and set them upon the large stone. Then the people of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and presented sacrifices on that day to the Lord. And when the five lords of the Philistines saw it, they returned that day to Ekron. These are the gold tumors which the Philistines returned as a guilt offering to the Lord, one for Ashdad, one for Gaza, one for Ashkelon, one for Gath, and one for Ekron. Also the gold mice, according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, both fortified cities and unwalled villages. The great stone, besides which they sat down the ark of the Lord, is a witness to this day in the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh. And the descendants of Jeconiah did not rejoice with the people of Beth Shemesh when they greeted the ark of the Lord, and he killed seventy men of them. The people mourned, because the Lord had made a great slaughter among the people. Then the people of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God? To whom shall he go, so that we may be rid of him? So they sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jearim, saying, The Philistines have returned the ark of the Lord, come down and take it upon you. And the people of Kiriath-Jearim came and took the ark of the Lord and brought it to the house of Abinadab on the hill. They consecrated his son Eliezer to have charge of the ark of the Lord. From the day that the ark was lodged at Kiriath-Jearim, a long time passed, some twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. The story of the Ark of the Covenant's seven-month stay with the Philistine is in one way comic. We might see these mighty Philistines, uh, their army that had defeated Israel, their fortified cities, their five lords, uh, all now suffering and bumbling around, kind of like the bad guys in Home Alone. Finally, they come up with a crazy scheme to send the Ark of the Covenant back to Israel, along with a gold peace offering in a cart that will be carried by cows that will be in the end, sacrificed and burned on the wood of the cart. 
They do this all in hope that the Lord will heal them and leave them alone. The whole nation looks on with interest to see if the cart goes back to Israel because there is still some doubt as to whether this was really Israel's God avenging the capture of the ark or exerting power over the Philistine gods. Or maybe it was just a coincidence. We're quick to brand the ancients as superstitious folk who see a spirit behind every tree, but they are capable of reason, of skepticism, of doubt, and I'm sure that even after the cart goes wandering off and enters into Israel, there were still some who believed that it was all just a coincidence and that they were all jumping to wrong-headed emotional decisions. Nevertheless, the ark returns to Israel and Israel rejoices. Well, not all of Israel. Members of one clan failed to rejoice and participate in the celebration of the Ark's return. In times of upheaval and transition, it seems even happy times are tainted by tragedy. and There's a sense of not knowing what comes next. Now that the Ark is back, what is Israel to do? Eli and his sons are dead. Who will take charge of the Ark? As it just sits there, it seems to bring a misfortune upon all who are around it. So who is going to take charge of it? Who is going to call the people back to worship? Are the people even interested now in returning to worship the Lord, or have they gone another way? For 20 years, the ark sits parked and out of the way, and Israel laments its miserable condition before the Lord. The nation is stuck, lamenting. Lament, however, is not just about feeling miserable, and it's not just about complaining. It is feeling miserable, it is complaining, it's it's being honest about the situation that's around, but then it's also watching and waiting to see what the Lord will do next. It is a time of remembering how God has acted in the past, and looking and hoping and praying for the time when God will act again. We are all an impatient people. We expect instant access, and quick fixes. But biblical time moves much more slowly. Perhaps one of the reasons why we have such a difficult time seeing God at work among us is because we are out of time with the Lord. We move too fast to see or to notice the slow developing coming of God's kingdom. In the frantic minutes of our day, we often cannot find God with us. But in the long, long look back on how we got to this place at this time, we can see that the Lord has been with us all along and has promised to lead us on even further. Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. In you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, 
to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of the risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children. Bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning, we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially the people of this congregation. Pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people living in countries that are ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who are working for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else are we praying today? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.